Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. He was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's of kid treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Live from Planet Blue in Malibu, California. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. The season is ending in dramatic fashion tonight's episode of the almost famous podcast will maybe be the same way welcome back with a special episode after women tell all we have an episode that we're bringing on some of this season's favorite contestants and our first guest is definitely one of this season's favorite contestants we have kerpa in studio or in the shop right now hi you guys, we may have a better tell-all than the actual women tell-all mm-hmm. based on this gossip that Kerpa is about to give y'all. Holy moly. Go for it. <laughs> so you'll, yeah, you saw it on the women tell-all. I mentioned that Kaylin slid into a cast member's DMs before she was on the show. So that was Dean. She slid into Dean's DMs. Do you, here's a question. Do we have a problem with that? 
I don't have a problem. Honestly, I think what turned me off was how far along we were in the process, and that's when she was bringing it up. She brought it up there? Yeah. Ooh. That's how we all knew. Ooh, wait, slow down. Okay, so remember, this is just people listening, okay? They only have one way to pick up on this stuff. So you're telling me in the house or in the mansion or wherever beautiful no, we location you're- we were traveling, yes. It was tra- far along in the process. Was all this said on a mode of transportation? No, this was, we were in a hotel Oh, this was caught on camera? No, off eating. So always. They yeah. She knows when to talk. It's always when there's no mic on her. Yeah. And she says, team, at one point, I slid into somebody's DM. From, how, did, how, how did this conversation get, get Honestly, brought? Honestly, I don't even know how it started, but we were, ju- I, yeah, I don't know. She just brought up that she had tried DMing him, and I think they were supposed to meet, and he never, like, he... Well. No, he doesn't follow through with any plans. (laughs) (laughs) I'm planning something with him on Friday, and it's like a big to-do. It's actually Jaden Tanner's gender reveal. And like every day I'm like, are you going to back out? Are you going to back out? (laughs) Dean. Um, I I think this is wild news only for one reason. I wonder how often this happens, right? I mean, Kirpa, you're beautiful. The show loves you. Like, you're coming off of this on a higher... You're going to get so many DMs. You're never going to know. No, you know. You're never going to be able to keep up with it. And so, the fact that, one, Dean saw the DM is impressive. Second, that she sent the DM. Uh, You know what? She was interested. Dean's a good-looking guy. Women like him. Like, not that big a deal. But the fact that she brings it up halfway through the season, she's still thinking about it. Yeah, that's... That's why, like, it was such a big deal. And Katie brought it up. I brought it up, like, to Colton. And that's that's what turned me off. It's not the fact that she slid into the DMs. And, like, I'm sure other people have done that, too. But it's, like, talking about it that far along when we're supposed to be, like, in this for Colton, dating Colton. Yeah, it's like, not why are thinking we, of anyone else. Why are we else? bringing that up? Yeah. Uh, did she slide into his DMs during casting or before she was even in the casting process? I think that makes a difference. She's just a fangirl. I can't say that I wouldn't slide into DMs. <laughs> <laughs> that I don't I know. Okay. But I, I think it was probably a, just a few months before. Okay. I worry about this now, though. I guess I don't now. <laughs> but when I was single, yeah. and uh, we were in Vegas when I was single, and I was like, I really want to meet a girl. How do I do it? And I was like, I'm not against a girl from the franchise. But but also, like how I didn't know how to approach anybody. And it was actually Nick, uh, who's here tonight as well. And he goes, just slide in their DMs. Like, send them a message. Shoot your shot. This is where shooting your shot backfires fast. I, I, you can't just throw this. You can't throw the messages around. Because what if I were to reach out yeah. to somebody when I was oh, single? Oh, he DM'd me yeah. too. Not so, a big yeah. deal. I send you a DM, right? I'm seeing I'm like, Kerpa, like, what are you up to? Let's hang out. And you say, yeah, we hang out a couple times. And then what happens if Paradise comes along? You go on Paradise, and I'm freaked out, and I go, oh, but Kerpa and I... T- talked a couple times it's gonna bring off this idea that you're just chasing after bachelor nation yeah that's true it doesn't work out well right no we got to be careful out there be careful the dms (laughs) yeah this is a psa announcement it's like like putting me into a deep cycle of thought here yeah what is wrong and what is not wrong when it comes to the bachelor (laughs) well let's get back to the women's tell-all because i thought this was one of the most unorganized but also one of the most entertaining tell-alls that I've ever watched with my own eyes. So j- just to, to kind of catch up a little bit, uh, last week we watched Colton jump a fence, mm-hmm. um, one of the wildest things in Bachelor history. Kerpa, I want to get your opinion on that in a second. But the women tell all then, 
uh, happens, and right away the women are after each other. And I was on a show yesterday um, with a few people, and this was the statement that's made, and I want to hear if you both agree. Mm-hmm. Let's not take anything away from Colton in this statement, but they're saying that the women this season definitely made the season. And I wonder if after this tell-all, if that was proven true or not based on how it happened. You guys ran wild. Not it you was specifically, but it was crazy. Oh, yeah. It was really crazy in the press room to listen to you, like, to everybody. I was like, I can't hear a thing. And Chris stopped it a couple times saying, like, you girls, you're not going to be heard if you just keep talking over each other. And it got to the point where even after he said that, it, still, it just kept going. Yeah, exactly. So there were some, some arguments that really never wrapped up watching it back. You're like, okay, well, I guess we're just going to drop it because they're never going to come to a conclusion. Right. Um, I think the big ones for the night was Onyeka versus Nicole. Yep. And what was weird about Onyeka versus Nicole was that Nicole got a hot seat. And Nicole was only really a part of one episode. I agree. It is it is odd how the hot seats happened this year. Kerpa, what is your take? Why are the women so fiery with each other right now? Like, I've, what's being held in? I really don't. I wasn't expecting it to get that heated. I was it like that when you had no. to go? No. But, okay, my theory is back when I had a women tell-all, yeah. it was going into the second season of Paradise. Paradise was something that, like, you wanted to be asked to do, but it wasn't, like, a game changer. It, like, not change your okay. life. Because the first season was a hit enough for them to do it again. Mm-hmm. But, like, nobody became a star, a star from it. Um, so I think that now so many girls look at Women Tell All as their audition for Paradise. So they want to get a word in. So many random girls, like, who left night one. Like, that one girl J- started with a J. She was here. Dis- Jane. <laughs> Jane's here. Jane's here. Yes. You can ask her. <laughs> she was defending Kaylin. I know. I, I like, turned you around you and don't I was know like, Kaylin. excuse me? You don't know Kaylin. <laughs> what? <laughs> Um, Sorry. <laughs> we'll ask Jane that same question on, on what, what was the passion behind it. Kerpa, what are your thoughts now after you've uh, gone from the episodes, watching this whole thing play out? Wh- what's going through your mind, and are you, who are you feeling the most emotion for during the last few episodes? Um, well, after watching Colton jump the fence, I'm feeling for him because yeah. he's clearly going through a lot, and I tried to warn him. Jared went back and watched your episode today because he was like, I'm going to prove, like, (laughs) I'm going to go back and watch the fact that, like, Kerpa and Tasha totally warned him against what is happening to him in this moment. Yeah, we tried. Based on what, though? I mean, that's the thing is during the episodes, we never got the, you, you just warned him, which was the right thing to do or the wrong thing. We don't know. But why did you feel like it was so clear that whoever was still there weren't there for the right reasons? It was just after Katie had told us that she had heard those things in Singapore about Cassie and Kaylin talking about Bachelorette and like the DM thing and endorsement deals after and later, all that kind of stuff. So when he, when Colton came to me or Tasha and asked like, hey, what do you guys think about this? I had no problem like saying, you know what, if I were you, like, I know I, you know your relationships better than I do, but if I were in your shoes, maybe just inspect these relationships a little bit harder. Like, ask some deeper questions of Cassie and Kaylin, just in case. So at that point, you seem kind of like, can I be honest? It seemed like you were, like, lukewarm about your relationship with Colton. I I move really slowly, uh-huh. and I 
it's hard for me to jump all in. So I was really trying to like feel him out because I mean, at the end of this, it's an engagement, and I've been engaged, and I don't want to have to like yeah. do that again and mm-hmm. have it end horribly. So. I was really trying to feel him out, so I know it came off like I didn't care, but I was just trying to like get more out of him and see if there was that connection. Mm-hmm. Well, I felt you in that moment. I was like, this girl is speaking the truth, <laughs> and he's just deciding not to see it. This is one of my favorite episodes of the Almost Famous Podcast because it is our own little tell-all. We don't have like an episode to break down. <laughs> no, it's just, that's why like, it's so fun. <laughs> it's just so fun because we get you in here and we go... Kurt, but what really happened? And you're telling us. So there's two questions we're going to ask every single person from your season that sits down here. Okay. One is, do you wish it would have worked with you and Colton? I don't think we were right for each other. Okay. Yeah. I think he's a great guy. He, he has like things that I'm looking for in a partner, but I don't think we were the right match. Mm-hmm. And question two. number two, can I guess Outside what you're going to say? Outside of yourself. Oh. Can I guess what yeah, you're going to you say? Guess. You're going to say, who do you want to see him with, if anyone? No, but we'll add that. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Outside of yourself, who do you want to see him with, with an, if anyone? I love Tasha. I, I think she would be a good fit for Colton. Tasha for Colton is mm-hmm. what Kerber says. And my final question, outside of yourself, mm-hmm. who should be the next Bachelorette? I love Hannah G. Hannah G mm-hmm. for next Bachelorette. Oh, yeah. Can we talk about Hannah B for a second? Yes. Like, I have like a massive girl crush on her. Like, oh, she's in, awesome. In the way that I get giddy watching her. Like, I get smiley watching her. See, this is where maybe you guys can help me with this. Yeah. People get that way with her. I didn't feel that with her. Oh, no. But people get really excited about Hannah B. Oh, my God. I love her so much. Like, you guys, I'm not sure whether I want to be her or be <laughs> friends with her. What you is it about her that you guys like amazing. so much? She's just no bullshit. Like, she'll say whatever she wants. Yeah. And she, Quirky, I love her. Really? Mm-hmm. She just like reminds me of a better version of me. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, she, she's just like more fun. Nobody can be a better version of me. She's like spunkier than me. No, Ashley, <laughs> you're the best version of you you can ever be. <laughs> I don't know. I just like I love watching her because I relate to her, but I don't feel awkward watching her. Like right. I feel awkward watching myself. <laughs> well, there's a reason for that. I hate listening to my voicemail. So, Kerpa, um, you are definitely one of our favorites thanks uh i hope to see you in paradise we'll see i don't know we'll see we'll see no (laughs) come on do it yeah you've got to do it look what happens for these two they're writing books together now and and speaking of that uh lucy and clark by ashley iconetti and jared habon is out in bookstores now make sure you go to lucy and clark book.com book.com and order it today it's a good book i've read it kerpa Thanks for coming on. Thanks for you having me, you guys. Yeah, this is going to be a great honor. ride for you. Good Thank job. Thank you. <laughs> you know, our homes need protection. Nobody knows that more than me right now. Uh, my home has been broken into recently, and I'm not proud of it. Uh, and that's why the Almost Famous Podcast is sponsored by ADT Real Protection. When it comes to something as important as your family's safety, you need real protection with ADT. Real protection means not having to be your own 24-7 monitoring expert because ADT has best-in-class monitoring professionals there for you at least at the times you need it the most. And I'm telling you, when you travel so much, you need somebody there watching. Real protection means having a safe and smart home, custom fit to your lifestyle with everything from video doorbells, surveillance cameras that stream to your phone, smart locks and lights, and carbon monoxide and smoke detectors. Real protection means wherever you go in the whole world, the safety net of ADT is with you. With our ADT Go app and SOS button. ADT. I'm telling you, when I have somebody watching my home when I'm not there, and I have the cameras now that weren't there before, there is something about it, Ash, 
probably because I feel safer because I know what's going on in my home. This is one of the best things uh, with modern technology is that you can be across the world, across the continent. You can be traveling for the bachelor or bachelorette and you could be watching your home at the same time. Spend the weekend trying to install a security system yourself or let the pros design, install, and configure it to you. ADT, real protection, does it for you. Trying to self-monitor your home security? Why be glued to your phone 24-7 when you can have best-in-class monitoring professionals from ADT? That's real protection. Set up custom automations unique to your home to automatically do things like lock doors and set thermostats when you leave. Even close your garage door from virtually anywhere you heard it right that's virtually anywhere that's real protection you can control your smart home with adt app or the sound of your voice that's real protection i'm telling you visit adt today to make sure that your home is safeguarded Eighteen thousand employees safeguarding you direct connections with first responders a perimeter that changes overall adt is designed for you visit adt.com backslash podcast to learn more about how adt can design and install a secure smart home just for you man there is nobody who can preach the importance of a good security system than you right now yeah trace uh we have tracy uh a captivating figure from this season <laughs> loved by many and you showed up on women tell all I did. And, and just to let you know tracy my home has not been safe recently but we are watching it now. If anybody wants to come back, I mean, we are set up like every s- secure home should. With ADT Real Protection, somebody is watching that thing 24-7. If I'm there or not, it's going to be awesome. Great. So, Tracy. <laughs> Hi. We've got to dig into this. Yeah, let's dive right in. We knew about you before the season even started. We did? What do you mean? So, there was tweets that came out <clears throat> and we have to talk about because we haven't got to hear your side of the story. Okay, and I'm just going to leave it up to you to explain all that because before this season even happens, this is one of the unfortunate things about the show is you're filming, you can't protect yourself, you can't explain yourself. And so these things just keep spurling around in the media and we don't get to hear from you. So what was going on? And where, and, and I think I want to ask you, did your mind change from those tweets to the time you went on the show? Um, I came out already and publicly apologized for it. It was an extremely long time ago. It was embarrassing. I said some things that I definitely shouldn't have said. I wasn't thinking when I said them. It's unfortunate that I ever would have written that stuff and it came out and people saw it, but all I can do is kind of own it and apologize. I think it's the best thing to do because the funny part, not the funny part, because I know it was very personal to you. But a lot of people from the show yeah. have had things they've said in the past that have came out while they're on the show or, or you know, when they're younger and they've, yeah. they've had different you know, viewpoints. But the fact is, five years ago, six years ago, I wasn't a believer in the show. I wouldn't have, if I was a fan of The Bachelor, I would have gone, this is funny, I like watching it, but I'll never go on it. And then I go on it and I go, oh no, this, this, is, this actually is something that could work and this is actually affects real lives. And so your worldview or your opinions change, Mm -hmm. which I think is completely fair. Yes. I mean, everyone I'm sure has said things that they didn't mean. And unfortunately, I had to have it publicly come out and have people see that about me. And that's not who I am. Mm -hmm. So, again, all I could do was apologize and hope that people see me for the new, better person that I am today. Um, I hope so every day we can do that. When the Jonas Brothers reunited this week, my my friend was reading me tweets from 2008. 
And um, this is going to prove your point, see. Tracy. Yeah, this uh, is actually going to be amazing. Ashley has been a fan of the Jonas Brothers for years, and now <laughs> they actually know who <laughs> Ashley is. Oh, they've known <laughs> They've known how I've went for a bit. Oh, what? Oh, please explain. Uh, they've known <laughs> who I've been for a bit. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay. Yeah. Sorry, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm like, I'm just like a nut. Anyway. Um, very defensive. No, the Jonas Brothers have known who I am know for her. a long time. Uh, uh, okay. This is something that I said. It goes, I'm like a really good fan. Pretty much a professional. Loyal and supportive. Also good qualities for a musician's girlfriend. Yes. And then I also said... <laughs> Hey, hey, you, you, I don't like your girlfriend. <laughs> I think you need a new one. The official song of the summer of 2008 and 2009 because Joe was dating Taylor Swift and Camila Bell. There you go. So we and, all say embarrassing things. And so what do we take away from this? Our don't viewpoint, tweet. Our don't tweet. <laughs> don't tweet. And two, the Jonas Brothers have known Ashley for a long time. Hey, Tracy, uh, Thanks for joining us. Thanks for answering yeah. those questions. I know it's not fun to talk about, but no. here's the deal. We don't know you any differently than what we've known from the show and you yeah. sitting here today, and we're just thankful that you're here talking to us. Thank you for having me. Um, there's so much I want to break down with you, and there's yeah. so much Ashley wants to break down with you, but we've got to start. You were involved in a little drama this season. I was involved in a little bit. How did you get into that? Um, I believe it started with the fact that I'm this ancient old woman in the house. And you take one of the much younger girls and she was just poking at me and poking at me. And I think I broke a lot quicker than I'd expected. Mm. <laughs> one of your other cougar pals yeah. wasn't at Women Tell All. She was not. Elise. Why not? Unfortunately, she was in a wedding in Mexico mm. and she could not be there. No so way. Sad. Yeah. I bet she was sad about that. That would be hurt. I was very sad. I'm a little sensitive right now. I... I Tracy, I feel you, right? It, Ashley, I want to know if you... We haven't talked about this yet ever in our friendship. I'm turning 30 at the end of this month. Yeah. And I'm excited about it. I'm good. Like, you should be. I, I was really excited to turn 30. You? Yeah. I feel good about it. Like, you know, there's some craziness to it, like where I don't feel like a kid anymore. I don't feel like I can just mess around anymore. I feel like there's some responsibilities that I need to continue to consider. Um, but it's a life step. And I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I feel like my 20s were good to me and mm -hmm. I'm ready to move on. But I also am a little sensitive. At, this, at the fact when I was single of what turning 30 meant being single. Okay. And so I felt that, you know, not that long ago. <laughs> and I know we, a lot of us have. So the fact, I could see myself being in a house, trying my hardest to find love on a crazy show because, yeah. hey, the world's not working for me, so let's try to do reality television. I get that perspective. And there's somebody there who's beautiful, younger, and has so many years ahead of her. And she doesn't feel, or he doesn't feel the pressure of time on his shoulders like we do. And they poke at you and poke at you at a very sense. I would break. I know I would. I would not handle that well. I would honestly probably get become a shell of myself, which isn't fair to you. Is that how you felt or am I just speaking for you? Uh, no, I don't think it was fair, actually. I wanted a fair shot at, you know, meeting Colton and talking to him and having my experiences with him when everyone got the chance to sit down. And every single time I sat down, I was interrupted by some joking situation like the bathrobe or you don't see stuff happen in the pool one day just it was constant so yeah it was a little unfortunate that I didn't get what I thought was a fair shot always to speak to him 
Yeah. It, did you hope it was Colton then? I mean, you know, he is he is a little younger. I don't mind dating younger guys. Okay. So when you were signing up for the show, uh-huh. going through the casting, we often don't know who the Bachelor is going to be. Nope. Right, Ash? When you do the I Bachelor? I actually didn't think it was going to be Colton. I didn't sign my contract until I knew it was going to be Chris. <laughs> that is that weird? Is that funny? Eh, that's when Ashley puts her foot down. She goes, I know you want me. So I'm not going on this. It's this guy. And they said, okay, Chris is the bachelor. We've got to have Ashley. They called me and they were like, are you going to send in your, your uh, contract? And I was like, I'm going to wait until the bachelor's announced. <laughs> oh, I that's why we love this. I <laughs> didn't want it to be Ari. Oh, really? Mm. We've never talked. You didn't want it to be Ari. Yeah. I didn't think that Ari and I would ever work out. I don't, I don't, think, Chris, I don't think your Chris thoughts and, on that has changed. <laughs> Chris and I certainly wouldn't have worked out though either. So. So did you want it to be Colton? Um, I was fine with it being Colton once I found out. I just didn't expect it to be him, so I hadn't considered it. Yeah. What do you think coming off now, the show? Yeah. The show's done. It's ending up for everybody, right? I mean, so everybody in this room that's been on the show, Colton himself, is moving on to a new chapter of life completely. Mm-hmm. This was something you all tried. Yes. How are your emotions? How are you feeling? And after watching it back and knowing you were involved in drama along the way with Nicole and Demi, what are you thinking? Um, I mean, I like to think I'm a little old to be involved in this drama, so it sucks that I am constantly brought back into it, but I mean, it is what it is. Uh, but I mean, I want to keep dating and find someone and potentially go to paradise. Ooh. <laughs> you, thank you for my lead in. So you know that they're going to put you and Demi against each other I'm again in paradise. sure. I am absolutely sure that that will happen. So you still don't like love Demi, huh? I don't really have that big of a problem with her at okay. this point. I mean, once we're back in that environment again, God only knows it'll happen. Seriously, <laughs> your feud with her seemed like nothing compared to her feud with uh, Courtney. Courtney. Yeah. And Courtney, that got rough. That I was mean, insane, Courtney actually. did not handle herself well. She's not here, right? No. <laughs> no she's not here. I think she's far away in Atlanta. <laughs> she did not handle herself very well in that. The pacifier, like literally getting up into somebody's grill like that, like to get in literally somebody's grill. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was actually going to punch her. I was sitting directly behind Courtney and I saw her in like slow motion get up and I'm like, oh my God, what is she doing? And she starts to approach her faster and faster and I, I think we probably all thought she was going to punch her in the face. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. I thought was I was so on bad. a reunion for a very different show. It oh. was not good. It was <laughs> not good. It, it, she really did get in her face. Shove a pacifier. I would not have taken that well. Shove a pacifier in her mouth. I thought I thought that was one of the weirdest things that's happened. Um, also, Trace- shush, little baby. She was like trying to make a point that like Demi was a baby yes. when one they're the same age. That she wanted to make clear that Demi was the more immature one in the situation. Goes ahead, yeah. throws a pacifier in her mouth area, and she thinks that that's proving she's more mature. Interesting stuff, guys. Yeah. Demi still has this way though to close that up. With saying all this stuff, really being that pest that we've talked about, being the lovable pest, and still like walking away <laughs> from these situations like pretty unscathed. Like she just sat there, took it, <laughs> threw her jabs, walked up on stage and did her thing and walked off smiling and everybody claps for Demi. Yes. She's like a scrappy boxer. Yes, everyone, everyone loves her. <laughs> but I love her now too because I met her, uh, you know, when we did interviews after mm-hmm. Women Tell All and I was like, you're a bundle of energy and joy like yes. she's so fun i loved her she's a great time i mean that's demi for you tracy we hope to see you in paradise me too uh, i think we will <laughs> i think we will yeah. um i hope you prepare yourself mentally for all the stuff that's going to be coming in, I in paradise think for you that i can prepare myself a little better this time yeah. around and 
maybe like push back a little at times. <laughs> we have three questions we ask everybody uh, tonight. Yeah. First one is, do you wish it would have worked out with Colton? I wish it would have just worked out with someone that I had a connection with, with mm -hmm. Colton or anyone, but... But it Colton didn't. specifically, it pro do you think it would have worked out? I think we had a lot in common, and he's someone that would have been a really great friend for me. But, but no, we probably weren't great for each other. Two, who do you see Colton being most compatible with? Or is there anyone he really would be in this group? Um, I think he's probably the most compatible with Cassie. Mm, Why? Interesting. That's, the first, that's the first vote for Cassie and the second vote of the night. <laughs> But why do you say that? Why? We see this. Um, because. We, we saw it. <laughs> because of what we saw. <laughs> like, okay. Um, I mean, he's distraught and heartbroken over her. And you don't get that kind of emotion out of someone who only has lukewarm feelings for someone. Mm. He is, you can tell he's very much in love with her and really, yeah. really wants it to work. So it's Cassie or nobody. And finally, who should be the next Bachelorette other than yourself? I think I'd make a great bachelorette, personally. <laughs> um, I think that Kaylin would make a beautiful bachelorette, actually. So we have the first vote for Kaylin. Hey, Tracy, thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Carry yourself with poise. Go on Paradise. Do something cool that we can talk about. And I Have a lot try. of fun and find yourself some love, all right? Thank you. Thanks, Tracy. <laughs> Bye. All righty. All this stuff is making me feel just exhausted drained i'm gonna need something to power my body up and i think it might be ritual we want our bodies to just stay healthy in the long run you know we're trying to eat salads all the time drink green smoothies but a lot of the times no matter how much we ingest we are likely not getting all the essential nutrients that we need on a daily basis Enter Ritual, the obsessively researched vitamin for women. It's too easy to take capsules. Easy to take. QR, guys. Easy to take. And, you can, and it provides you with nine nutrients, and you need these nine nutrients to support a strong foundation for your health. What I love about Ritual is there's a special technology that designs this, the, these pills so that you don't get an upset stomach when you take it on an empty stomach. And there's no fishy, gross aftertaste. It's just a minty tab, and it's like it's just not a pain. It's not gross to take. I love it. It's also traceable and transparent, so for all you obsessive label readers out there, all of Ritual's vegan-friendly, sugar-free, non-GMO, gluten-free, and allergen-free ingredients are out there for the whole world to see, plus it's delivered to your door. Better health doesn't happen overnight. I can tell you that. You can help fill in the gaps in your diet with Essential for Women, a small step that helps support a healthy foundation for your body. Visit ritual.com slash famous to start your ritual today. That is ritual.com slash famous. We've seen some success recently from night one exiters from the franchise. Grocery store Joe comes to mind, Dance with the Stars, hosting Dance with the Stars on tour and uh, going on Paradise and finding love. We have a night one exeter <laughs> on the podcast right now. Jane, welcome to the Yay! Almost Famous Podcast. I am totally Team Joe, by the way. He's like an angel in human form. Oh, how do you know? 
Well, I mean, I've watched, okay. and I feel like I have a pretty good, like, perspective as, like, the audience does. So, like, I mean, who doesn't love Joe, right? He's, like, he's the most, one of the most lovable guys on TV, in my opinion, And he's least. kind of, like, your, I mean, I would imagine, is he your role model right yeah. now? Kind of, because I look at him and I'm like, okay, he didn't make it far. He should have, right? But, like... Now look at him. He was like on Dancing with the Stars. Like people still got to see his personality. Like he's sweet. He's funny. So like I look at him and I'm like, okay, whatever. You don't have to make it far. If you have a presence, you know, the audience will recognize it anyways. Let's be really honest here. <laughs> There's uh -oh. like one person for every every season of Paradise that was eliminated night one. One lucky person gets that chance again. And, right. and I think it's between you maybe now after this woman tell all and sloth girl. Oh. Is this going to be a battle? I mean, gosh, I love her so much. Yeah. Like me and her are super similar because they're both outgoing and like funny. I mean, if you look at the woman tell all, I do feel like I had a little bit more of like an more of opinions to say um but if it does come down to me and her may the best women win <laughs> okay awesome awesome maybe they'll throw two of you or in maybe there be both knows? of us yeah. right high five the sloth yeah <laughs> what is it like i mean we haven't talked to a night one exeter since joe but yeah. joe's was a little different because all, all of a sudden he blew up on the twittersphere totally. what is it like to prepare for the show go on the show and then leave night one like what is that honestly what are those feelings like i mean you know getting ready for it like at least in my experience like i walked in there and i was like i felt confident i like i'm pretty like open and I, i'm not really shy so for me like i didn't really have like too many barriers so when you go home night one after feeling confident it's kind of like a pretty big downer. Like I was almost like I kind of self-doubted myself for a little while, but I'm back. I'm alive. I'm here. I'm ready for paradise. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> How did but that conversation with Colton go? You know, our conversation went so well. It didn't even air. Like people didn't even get to like see it on TV, but like our convo went so good. We were laughing. Like there were no awkward pauses. There was no like twirling of the hair. Like, ooh, what do I say next? Like the conversation was really flowing. So I think that was like a really big surprise. Like when I got sent home because our one-on-one -on -one went pretty good. What's it then like watching the whole season back knowing you were at the mansion on night one? Yeah. And now you see these women who you probably didn't know well, but you ran into on that night, you know, pursuing this Colton guy and now falling in love. And you watch this whole thing now as a fan. Yeah, I feel like my perspective, as well as like, I think there was one other girl on the Women Tell All who went home night one. So I feel like our perspective really resides with the audience because we watched it all on TV. Um, and I don't know, some of the girls, I was just like, oh, they're just sitting there. They're not really taking much action. Like, I don't really see their personality. So for some of them, I was a little surprised. Um, but definitely looking back at night one, um, maybe I should have taken more action. You oh, know? wait a second. Jane, you acted as if you are friends with Kaylin. You don't know Kaylin. Well, see, again, my perspective comes from watching the whole season, like just like the audience. And I don't know. She held herself with class and dignity. You know, I didn't see her going to Colton talking like beep. 
behind other girls' backs, but they were all attacking yeah, her. Yeah, but you were refuting stuff that you don't actually know happened or did not happen. Well, I stated in Women to All, I'm like, watching it from television, I think she held herself with dignity, and I think a lot of girls are jealous, and I think a lot of girls are insecure. Um, and, yeah, I think they were all just ganging up on her, and, like, I honestly felt bad. Like, I have her back, like, just from my perspective. It is a it is an interesting moment when when somebody to go home sits there on night, I mean, at the tell all right because you yeah. do sit there as a fan like everybody else <laughs> exactly you had a unique fan's perspective yeah and then you choose to speak up which I think for everybody watching goes wow that doesn't <laughs> happen very often yeah. what was going through your mind in that second or in that moment to go I need to say something now and this is my this is my time to say it was this before or after the tequila shot no I'm uh, just kidding but I'm not kidding actually <laughs> <laughs> that was like my little prep um I was like whatever I have an opinion mm -hmm. I'm not scared to state it um I never bash anyone but like I'm gonna be honest and I am team Kaylin I think she's classy I think she has dignity and like when all of them attack her like I'm gonna step forward I don't blame you for that I mean Hey, this is your moment. <laughs> Take it or leave it. And yeah. I hope you have another moment in paradise. Yay. We're asking every single person that sits down tonight these three questions. Uh-oh. <laughs> Jane, do you wish it would have worked out with Colton? No. Why? I'm no. so sorry. That was like such up. a quick answer. Why? You know, he's just not my cup of tea. <laughs> like, I prefer strong coffee. Actually, no. No, no, no. Let me rephrase that. I prefer, like, I know the man that I marry is going to be the kind of man where when a girl walks up to him for the fourth time asking if she can interrupt, my man is going to be like, this beep is crazy. No, you cannot interrupt for the fourth time. That's the kind of backbone I want in a man. So you don't want cream and more. sugar in your coffee. That's what I'm saying. That's like, right. let's, let's, you know, f that. Let's make it an espresso side. You yeah. know, like an espresso. Double. Should have been around a little bit more. Hey, second <laughs> question. Second question. Who remaining do you want to see Colton with, if any? I mean, gosh, I keep saying Team Kaylin. I do like Kaylin. I do like Tasha. I feel like they were the most like easygoing with him. Um, it just seemed the most natural to me. And finally, outside of yourself, who should be the next Bachelorette? Dun, dun, dun. I mean, obviously me. No, I'm just kidding. I'm so kidding. I definitely don't think it should be me. I do think it would come down to... to Shocker, Kaylin! Yes. Are you guys all surprised? Kaylin's I'm sure you got are. A fan in you. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Hey. All right, Kaylin, thank you'll thank you, me for this Jane. later. Thank you so much <laughs> yeah. for joining. Thank, thank you, you guys. You're awesome. Bye. As we talked about earlier on the podcast, nobody needs home protection as much as I do. We travel a lot. We're on the road. And all these contestants, right, when they start the Bachelor or Bachelorette, they could be gone for months, months at a time. It is really important that your home is being watched. And ADT is sponsoring the Almost Famous podcast with real protection. Real protection means not having to be on your own 24-7 monitoring export because ADT has the best-in-class monitoring professionals there for you at all times when you need it the most. Real protection means having a safe and smart home, custom fit to your lifestyles with everything from video doorbells, surveillance cameras that stream to your phone, smart locks and lights and carbon monoxide and smoke detectors. Real protection means wherever you go, the safety net of ADT is with you with our ADT Go app and SOS button. That's just like a very comforting statement, right? Mm -hmm. Real protection means wherever you go, the safety net of ADT 
is with you. Spend the weekend trying to install a security system yourself or let the pros design, install, and configure it for you. ADT, real protection. Trying to self-monitor your home security? Why be glued to your phone 24-7 when you can have best-in-class monitoring professionals from ADT? Here's the thing. 18,000 employees safeguarding you. Direct connections with first responders. A perimeter that changes. ADT Real Protection is worth it. You can visit and go get your ADT by going to ADT.com backslash podcast. Learn more about how ADT can design and install a secure smart home just for you. It's worth it. I'm telling you, hey, one of my favorites from this season. We've held no (laughs) secrets about it. I think this girl's great. I have no clue why she went home. I don't know. What week? Three. Three. Yeah. We have Bree yeah. on the podcast in person Hi. this time. Welcome so nice back, Bree. Finally meet you guys. Thank you. Bree, um, you talked to us a couple, like a month ago, I want to say, mm-hmm. and you were like, I wish I had more airtime. I feel like people needed to get to know me better. Yeah. But then you still didn't say anything during Women Tell All. I'm so <laughs> mad at you for that. I, I'm really, I, I texted in the day. I said, I What is going on with Bree? She, I, I'm pulling for her. She's one of my favorites. She's and I watch Tell All, and you're not there. You're literally strikingly beautiful. Like, you're like, <laughs> Thank you. Gigi Hadid, <laughs> goodbye. Like, that was the vibe. You're like, Gigi on crack, <laughs> like, above. Um, I wanted to say more, honestly. I just, I'm, I don't know. I wasn't there for the drama. I left so early. So honestly, I didn't know about what was going on in the house. And I just, I didn't feel like I needed to like add to anything that was going on with Nicole or with Demi or whatever. I didn't, I didn't have anything to say. I'm more of like, you know, sweet and soft with my words. I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. So I kind of just sat there and waited until I was called on and It's interesting because our last guest, (laughs) Jane who went home on night one was like, she, yeah. I just had to say something. She had I watched such a it. voice. I was really surprised. Very surprised. But I, I, I don't Can know. I Who's pers- yeah, it? go ahead and say it, Ash. Yeah, Brie, I'm more team your thought process on oh, this. Thank you. Because I don't, I think like if you weren't there, you can't like act as if you really know facts. Like right. you have an opinion based on what we all saw, but right. you don't know. I'm basically just a viewer like anybody else just commenting on what's happened on the show because yeah. I'm seeing it all just from TV. I didn't have anything to say. I didn't need to add anything and make less of anybody there. So yeah, I, I didn't need to add to that. What do you think, Ben? I mean, I'm with Bree on this. I mean, yeah. I just think, you know, there's a unique situation. Yes, it's your moment. And yes, you've been mm-hmm. on the show. And yes, you're sitting up there and it's exciting. And you have you can sit, talk whenever you want. So I get that, you know, you if you went home on night one, it's probably exciting for you. But I remember during Caitlyn's season of The Bachelorette, there's a guy that had went home early on and was kind of criticizing Caitlyn. And I was very angry. I took it very personally because I was like, you just haven't been there to get to know her. You have no right to speak. And so I don't think, I, I don't know if it's harsh or not. I don't think if you weren't around during the tell-all, you don't have a right to talk. Like you, you don't know the insides of the story. I know. It's like you, can't, you don't you, go here. But like you right. don't. <laughs> you can't talk about Colton like six weeks down when you weren't there for the six weeks and see him cry and yeah. cry with him. Bree. Yes. I still don't get it. So, <laughs> I, I mean, because here's what I'm saying. He's looking at your face, but he has a girlfriend, so. Yeah, but do you disagree? <laughs> but I'm looking at you and I have a girl crush on you. So, same, oh, same boat you here. You guys are so This sweet. is what's surprising to me, honestly, <laughs> is you, you throw off more Bachelorette vibes than anybody else that I can think wow. of on the season right now. She's so pretty. Thank you. Don't you think? I mean, do you, I mean <laughs> yeah, the soft-spoken, so I want to be kind, I want to be considerate, I don't want to speak outside my turn, I want to make sure that I'm listening to everybody. That's bachelorette material. Why isn't the conversation happening? Well, I mean, 
there wasn't enough to go off of. God, no. <laughs> Frustrating. No but one you- knows about me. I mean, there wouldn't be much interest, I don't think, compared to other girls that you would know that make it farther into the season. I mean... I think there's going to be some interest after Paradise. Well, you were interested in Dean. You said Ben and Dean, but Ben is a taken man now. So (laughs) we heard that Kaylin slipped in, slipped in, slipped in to Dean's DMs before the season. Are you guys going back? Who's going to get Dean? I didn't know that actually. Um, But Kaylin and I were friends outside of the show. We talk. We're hanging out tomorrow night. Okay. Um, Yeah. So I mean. It's up for grabs, you know. He's will single. You, will you ask Kaylin tomorrow night for us? Who's going to get Dean, you <laughs> or oh <my> her? Gosh. <laughs> Every girl wants Dean, you guys. It's all over the place here. Can we do an I We've done they this do. a zillion times. We've proposed this idea a zillion times, but let's make Dean the almost famous bachelor, and we'll have you guys all <laughs> in, in the running. I actually just texted Dean while we're here, and I said, all these girls want you. It's so nuts. <laughs> Why isn't he here tonight? He is just getting back. From he just Japan. got back yesterday from Japan. Yeah, Dean. Dean has that way about with with the ladies. Good for Dean. Um, I I don't know if he's interested in anybody right now. I think he's traveling the world and having a blast doing yeah. it. Um, so, Caitlin slides in the DMs. We talked about it a little bit ago. She's your friend, mm-hmm. so you're never back here. We can't get. We can't figure out. Is it okay to slide into a bachelor or bachelorette contestant's DMs and before, then go on the show? So the you show. slide in before the show. And then you go on to the show. Is that is that an issue? I don't know. Is this public knowledge? Like, how do you guys know this? It was brought up at Tell All. Kerpa, you were oh. there. You <laughs> yes, weren't listening. Yeah. She, no, Kerpa <laughs> didn't name names in the, in the Tell All. Oh, well, we talked about it a little bit ago. Okay. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't know. But um, to be honest, I mean, about a year or two ago, I... I was in, was his name Chase? Yeah. I reached in, you know. Yeah. That's what I said. I would have done it as a fangirl before casting. Yeah. I've been watching the show. I thought he was cute. I actually saw him at Horror Nights a couple years ago and was like, yeah, I'm just going to say what's up. Mm -hmm. And it didn't go anywhere. I don't don't think it's wrong, is it? Yeah. Did he respond? Yeah. I was going to say. It didn't go anywhere. Okay. Yeah. Well, that'd have been juicy. I would have liked that. (laughs) Anyways. Um, I don't think it's wrong. I, I really don't. I mean, I think before you know you're going on the show, you see somebody you're attracted to, you're yeah. interested in, uh, and you say, hi, what's up, and you see where it takes you. I mean, yeah. I slid in the DMs. I'm get, I got better at it. Look what it brought me. I you can't know. hold yourself back. It's, it's just the way of the road these days. You know, it's, yeah. it's how we meet people. Yeah. You know? Brie, where's life going to take you? I mean, we, I, I follow you on Instagram now. You're mm-hmm. modeling. You're, you're traveling now. This was happening way before the show started. Yeah. What is life going to look like for you, and is Paradise a part of it? I hope so. I would love a chance to be on Paradise. Um, kind of just doing the same thing I was doing before the show. It hasn't changed too much. Um, so, yeah, I'm hoping for a, a second chance in Paradise. We'll see where that goes. As a model, mm-hmm. does it hurt your career or help it to be on the show? Because I know that Courtney Robertson, who, of course, got a villain edit and made yeah. it to the final rose, she said it hurt her career. But with yeah. you, you went out a little bit more discreetly. Right. Does it affect? Yes. So I think because I didn't make it as far on the show, it didn't affect me in a negative way. I think it could. I know that that happens to a lot of girls that go on um, America's Next Top Model and things. I have friends that have done that, and it only hurt their career. So, I mean, that was definitely a risk that I was taking by going on the show, and luckily it didn't do that. Kind of just, it's been the same. Now, before we close up, we've been asking everybody three questions that I think... uh, are fun to ask, but I want to ask you, were you excited about it being Colton? 
Um, I was excited to get to know him. I didn't really know um, who it was going to be. I was just really interested in whoever would show up because mm-hmm. I felt like um, The Bachelor always casts a, a, rel- a well-rounded guy, and that's hard to meet in L.A., and so I figured whoever it would be, he would be a great guy. I and hear he that was. A lot. I hear that a lot, that it's hard to date in L.A. Do you guys agree? It is. Yeah. It's hard to date no. in L.A.? Yeah. Very hard. I've been um, single for three years, so. Well, yeah. that's ridiculous. That's absolutely That ridiculous. is. I think that's. Baloney. That is a travesty. <laughs> I'm, I'm texting Dean after this. I'm saying, Dean, <laughs> hey, I don't know what you're doing? thinking, buddy, but you're an idiot if you don't try this. You're not going to meet a better oh, one. Um, uh, Ashley and I are going after this. We're, we're, we're going to set up. Now we have. Our Dean is the almost famous bachelor, yeah. and Bria is the almost, almost famous, famous bachelorette. bachelorette. Okay. Yes, that's cool. Let's do it. I, I, if I could buy, and I'm gonna say this: if I could buy stock in Bria right now, on I think these next couple months she's gonna become a fan favorite, and she is gonna rock Aww. paradise. Aww, that's do you agree? Awesome. Yeah, I think that you're a low. You, you don't cost very much to buy in no. right now, but we're buying before you, on the you down, know it. Woo! Okay, the people are gonna be millionaires. Fingers Bri's crossed. Blowing up. We'll um, <laughs> predicting Thanks, it guys. now. Hey, uh, Bria. Three questions. Okay, so the second okay. question, you got that one. Now, second question is, who remaining do you see Colton ending up with and none of them is an answer? None of them is an answer? Yeah, if you'd like it to be. I'm really curious to see what happens. Um, I don't know where like this goes after Cassie. He obviously seemed very into her and she left. Um, so I don't I don't know what will happen next. Maybe no one. The uh, So we have... Uh, Jaden Tanner's little little Emmy's baby crying. Emmy's flipping in the background. It's late. I get it. Um, oh. All right, Bree. Outside of yourself, yes. who should be the next Bachelorette? I don't know if I could handle the Bachelorette, to be honest. I don't know if I want that for myself. Um, I think Taysha would be a great Bachelorette. She was previously married, and in the house, she was an amazing woman and friend to everyone. So I think that she would really hold herself well and... Um, yeah, I think she's in for the right reasons. That's nice to hear. That is really yeah. nice to hear. I she's like Tasha. Really I, yeah. I think Tasha, Tasha just seemed to get uh, the raw end of the deal here at the end. I think it, so too. The, the, the perfect storm happened, and Tasha got pushed out while Colton was trying to. Shouldn't I say push in? <laughs> That's what she said, <laughs> everyone. Really bad. Hey, Bree, again. Uh, I know we'll talk to you after Paradise, during Paradise. Yes, I'm excited so. to watch your your whole experience here for the next couple months. Thanks for coming to Almost Thank Famous you. Podcast. Thank you so Thanks much. Thanks for having me. Good yeah. to see you guys. Good to see you. Again. All right, guys. Well, like I told you, ritual is a very important thing that you just need to do to, with yourself. You need to get ritual because the kale salads, the green smoothies, they're not going to cut it. You need these essential nutrients on a daily basis and sometimes your meals they don't get that for you (laughs) so ritual is the obsessively researched vitamin for women it's going to fill in all the gaps in your diet that that women often encounter there's no shady additives or ingredients that can do more harm to your body than good and like i mentioned earlier two easy to take capsules that don't taste like fish that don't make your tummy hurt and it provides nine nutrients that you need for a strong foundation for your health. It can be delivered straight to your door. A subscription is easy to start and it's easy to snooze. It's only a dollar a day. And you get all the essential nutrients that your body needs delivered each month. No strings attached. And don't forget, they tell you everything that's in it. Better health doesn't happen overnight. 
Fill in the gaps in your diet with Essential for Women, a small step that helps support a healthy foundation for your body. Visit ritual.com slash famous to start your ritual today. That is R-I-T-U-A-L dot com slash famous. Hey, you're professional at this by now, aren't you? Oh, such a professional. We have <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Heather on the podcast. Heather, you're a fan favorite. We may be saving the best for last. Wow. Heather, you're back and ready to go. <laughs> I, I, I just got to start. Um, I know that you guys have sat together a couple times, right? No, we haven't. Never we sat haven't together. met. We've never met. Oh, we I thought you met. guys had met. Well, nope. then I'm just going to dive in. I'm not saving any questions for Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> how, how does this work? I, I have good friends uh-huh. who are 24 and they haven't had their first kiss yet. Really? Yeah. Uh, good friends. Three mm-hmm. that I can name of because oh, it all came wow. up from watching the show. Yeah. Beautiful people. Beautiful women. Just hasn't happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I know this is something that you can talk about all the time. Mm-hmm. How does this happen for you? Like, is this really you've never been kissed? It is real. I have never. I had never been kissed. No, it was real have you kissed anyone since colton no okay no you haven't don't say like that no i, I haven't mean, now it's been let loose like just give it a just shot every single person i see every guy on the street yeah yeah restaurants everywhere i go that stage of my life yeah so. <laughs> <laughs> it'll work out very well, after so. my first kiss i was dreading my second i was like i'm still not ready to jump back into that i was scared with colton i was like i did the first one. i was like i can't i can't do it anymore it's too scary <laughs> no, Ash, how old were you when you had your first kid? I was 19. Okay. You were 19? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Makes me feel a little bit better. So, uh, leading up to The Bachelor, then, mm-hmm. was your expectation to have your first kiss on the show? Like in life? Like before the Bachelor? Or like no, when, I mean, once when I knew I was on The Bachelor? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, I wasn't positive. I could have gone, I was like, maybe I'll go home night one, the second week. So, I didn't know. But I, I thought, I mean, if I got far enough, then obviously that was kind of gonna happen i can't think of a better way <laughs> to have your first kiss i thought it was fantastic than on the show i would oh if i had if i hadn't been kissed i would have been waiting i would have saved myself <laughs> for that moment <laughs> because you sure knew it that there was gonna be fireworks blasts in the background <laughs> a lot of like just intense groping but here's what i gotta tell you <laughs> heather <laughs> you did great i watched Thank that back you. slow replay like you had oh my god it was so the greatest you had Thank great you. friction i thought your mouths aligned just perfectly wow. you moved at the perfect rate and there's a rhythm to it i thought for your wow. first kiss how Thank did you. you learn or how did you prepare for that moment i didn't prepare i mean i was terrified you, you not on your hand or your arm <laughs> i've kissed no. the, the shower wall yeah. no i did the shower Nothing. wall the shower and wall. i did my arm i, probably I mean should have. not too much but enough enough like enough to at least feel how it feels yeah no <laughs> I, I didn't prepare at all the when i got the date card i literally hannah b she was really one of my really close friends yeah. i look at her and i'm like help me I, yeah. I was like like i was terrified because i was like on the one-on-one either i'm gonna go home or i'm gonna kiss him like it was one of the two it wasn't really you know it was gonna happen so i was just like like oh, i was panicked so the entire day i was just like oh my gosh like what how did she happen? help you did she give you some good <laughs> advice what did she say she just gave me some advice i can't even remember now i kind of blocked it all out yeah. but yeah she was just like hey just she just kind of pet me up a little bit but i thought that was one of the most underrated moments that we didn't talk about in the season is the fact that heather in the clutch with pressure on her fireworks in the background pulls <laughs> through and job. just has an amazing makeout session with Cole. you were so wow, good it looked God. so natural i would mm-hmm. have never thought your hand placement was great oh, wow. I thought it was fantastic. I'm, thank you so much the only yeah, hard part you. which we talked about was the lead up to it colton did a terrible job at not making that moment really awkward 
Like there was a lot of like. You wanted it to be awkward. No, <laughs> I, I don't think he did. I don't think he knew how to move. Maybe he he just didn't realize how awkward it was. But for the viewer, I had to cover up my eyes during it because he had like one arm around you. There was like talking and then like uh. looking off in the distance and then talking. You're like, just kiss her, just kiss her, make it happen. And he did it. And then finally it happened, and it was like this relief. But for a long time, it was like one of those awkward moments on the oh, show that's yeah. really hard to watch. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, I know. I was terrified. I, I honestly, I don't know why I didn't think like. 100% there was going to be fireworks. I just didn't know for sure. And I was like, that whole, like that whole entire, like last 10 minutes, I kind of locked, like blacked out. I really wasn't sure what was going on, but I was like, what's going to happen? We're standing here. And it was like a long time. I was like, something's about to happen. So I was just like, I don't know. I do not know. How sad would it have been if it didn't happen? Oh my <laughs> goodness. Just there what the if fireworks? he was like, oh, this is too <laughs> special to, to like <laughs> wait to have. waste it for her because yeah. I know she's not the one. Yeah, he could have. I mean, that's what at I wasn't like at the dinner he could have said, like, sorry, like I don't I don't think you're my wife and I don't wanna waste that. So yeah. I wasn't sure. You said that there was some weird eight month relationship that you were in and you didn't kiss the guy. Yeah. I said, I think on the podcast that this must have been just like the producer saying to you, to you, like there must have been some guy. So tell him a story about some close to be relationship. And you were like, okay, so I went on a couple of dates with this guy. It, it went over this span of eight months. I've like had those weird. Yeah. Relationships. I like been on dates with guys and I didn't kiss them until like date five because it was so dragged out and separated. Yeah. Was that what it was like? So I dated a guy after college and he was super intentional with dating and he had gotten out of a really intense relationship and where he was. Yeah. It was super intense relationship. So I, he was really interested and pursued me and asked me on dates. And I just really wasn't yeah. sure. Like, I just wasn't okay, sure You just about didn't it. like him. <laughs> you were not sure. You just didn't I just, like him. I, I wanted to like him yeah. so badly. Good on paper. He had everything I wanted. And I wanted to like him so badly. So I kept going on dates with him for eight months, yeah. for a long time. But... He knew my situation. Oh, he knew you had never been kissed? Yeah. Oh. We were friends before. Oh, okay. And then, he, but he was in such a, rela a serious rela relationship before that I didn't want to, like, give him any further affirmation if I wasn't fully feeling it. Okay. It was this just bad. Deep. I don't know. This hits deep. Ashley and I have talked about it many times, like, just talking about relationships and how that works and the pressure when you're, you know, say you're a virgin with Colton or you haven't been kissed. Like, the people don't want to take that from you. Mm -hmm. So here's the big question now. And then it's happened. Mm-hmm. And man, we're really expounding on this kiss. So I'm sorry <laughs> about that, but it's so interesting to me. It's good. Do you regret having it happen? Oh, absolutely not. Oh, there was, we go. Hey. No. It was, was a so magical special. first kiss you could ever have when people yeah. were like, oh, no, I wouldn't want to on TV. I was like, that's that is the greatest of way course. to do it. Greatest way. What else would you want? It could have been more perfect. <laughs> it yeah. could not have been more perfect. Yeah, You're no. never going to regret having your first kiss with a hot guy like Colton, yeah. a nice guy. On TV with fireworks? Yeah, absolutely not. In Thailand? Magical. It couldn't have been better. It could yeah. not have been better. Man, so. I uh. wish I was you sometimes. <laughs> okay, my last question for you is you left on your own. Mm-hmm. And I have this inkling that you left on your own because you're like, eh, rather say goodbye on my own than have to say, have him say goodbye to me at a rose ceremony. That's what, well, that's what my fear doing that because I was like, I don't want people to think that I'm like, that's that was my biggest fear when I oh that was a fear because I was like I don't want people to think like oh I think I'm gonna br get broken up with and so I need to dump him first that's so stupid I could care less oh like, you really didn't you really didn't feel it no I, so he expressed that week in Denver that he was so serious about wanting to get engaged at the end of this and that that was something he absolutely wanted 
and I felt like at the point in our relationship that I just didn't have enough time with him well, at he that changed point. things up for, yeah. Ca- for Cassie he said never mind don't yeah. need to get engaged <laughs> unbelievable this yeah. season's just rocking my <laughs> world I'm stressed out for everybody right now Heather we've asked every guest that's came on three questions okay you ready for him I'm ready do you wish it would have worked out with Kate or Colton no obviously not you left yourself go you broke <laughs> up with him <laughs> Why did you break it? You just went into it? I just, I didn't have enough time to, he wanted to get engaged. Is That's what yeah. he said. And so I just didn't think I had enough time with him to know. And I wasn't fully confident. Mm-hmm. And I knew that the other girls, a lot of the other girls, the four girls left were. So got it. Okay. Number two, which of the remaining girls, if any, do you think will be good with Colton? I think Hannah G or Cassie. I think mm. both of them. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Interesting votes. Still Cassie. Still Cassie. Still Hannah G? I think think that they would be a good... I think Cassie and Colton are a good match. Like, I really do. Oh, yeah? Like, their lifestyles, like, everything about them, I really... Like, even during the show, like, I was like, yeah, they'd be a really good match. But, I mean, I don't know. Okay, final question. Outside of yourself. Wait, we didn't even ask you yet. Are you going to go on Paradise? I don't know. Of course. Okay, yeah, you're going to be there. (laughs) Okay, anyways. Outside of yourself, who should be the next Bachelorette? One of the Hannah. Hannah G. One oh no 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 Hannah B. <laughs> Hannah okay. Beast. Hannah Beast. She's mine. But yeah. like Hannah G, that's totally fine too. Both of them. I I'm fine with the Hannah. I'm fine with the Hannah. One of the Hannahs, perfect. Okay, wait. Are you gonna have your second kiss ever on Bachelor of Paradise? Save the second kiss for Paradise. Wait, Just for should us. I wait? And then will you look at the camera and give us this thumbs up like this is for you, Ashley and Ben. Ben and Ashley. Yeah, I did it. <laughs> I did it. Uh, Heather, thank you so much for coming thank on the podcast. You guys. Thank so you guys. Thank you so much. This is fun. This is so fun. Alrighty. The this episode is gonna be closed up. Our tell all I thought was fantastic. I loved this episode. What are our greatest works? Hey, we our next guest uh, has his oh, own podcast now called The Vile Files. Um, he's been on the podcast many times. He's one of Bachelor Nation's most infamous, iconic, and legendary people. We love him. His name is Nick. Nick, welcome back to the Almost Famous Podcast. And What's up, he, guys? he's the you? only one that approaches us with his eyes on his phone. And not a smile I'm on his face. Just happy to see I'm his working face. here. <laughs> That's How's a beautiful going? jacket you got. It's a gorgeous man's jacket. Like he you. just always dresses nice. How do you? Okay. So. How do you dress nice all the time? I I threw this on to be quite honest with you. Right after I painted. You painted shirtless today. I did. Was it a live stream? No, no. I have to re. I have to. I'm going to do another one here. I'll show you. Wait, Nick. This is one of the first things I want to talk to you about. Is this real? Like you actually are that good at painting? Here, I just I just painted this, man. No, you did not. I don't get how you do this, Nick. Wait. No. Do All you right, edit Kirpa this to make it look like you're an artist? So we're bringing Kerpa and Heather back. They're walking past. Do you believe that Nick is this good of a painter? Let's see. What are you talking yeah. about? I have to Bob do another Ross. one. I mean, it, we're you n- if you if you need to go on it's Nick's me. Instagram at some point and yeah, follow this, it is it is one of the most unbelievable things I've ever seen. I watched the first time back three times because like. I how have I never seen when this? Is this when is this first try? You just oh, well, that was my first try at this painting. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't know what we're talking about, it, it's gonna be up on Nick's story soon. Just keep checking it. It's called, I'm calling. I think I'm gonna call it. It's gonna be on IGTV, and I'm gonna call it uh, paint therapy. Okay, wait. You say it's paint by the numbers or paint? No. What is it called? Paint what? I'm gonna do like a show. No, called, I know, but what, what is this paint? I'm just what? gonna talk and paint. Uh, how it's long have stories. you had this skill? He's eating a Starburst. But how long have you oh, had sorry. this skill? 
I mean, I've always I wanted to be a cartoonist for Disney when I was a kid. Aw, that's so cute. How has this never came up on the show, and how have I never known this about you? No way it has. How? Hold on, sorry, I shouldn't have chosen a story. Well, so again, this is gonna this is gonna be all. I I I wrote I wrote uh, on my first season on on Andy's season. I uh, I wrote that book and I I drew those pictures. Oh, that's right. That's so cute. So there was a bit of a an artiste in you. I've always uh, I've always wanted I've always uh, wanted to be an artist when I was a kid, and then I just didn't do it for twenty years. This it's, it just shows where I'm at in life and when uh, I can watch an Instagram story and get I'm so single, down on myself. And so I just looking for hobbies and you know things to do when I'm alone at night and I picked up painting. I like it. Are you going to display them in your home? I think I'm going to give them away. It actually costs a lot of like every time I do a painting, I think with all this, it's like 100 bucks. Okay. It's like supplies in the yeah. frame. I think I'm just going to give them away. I don't know, yeah. Like to friends or like auction and off for charity or something. Yeah, or something Painted like the fans or something. All. Uh, maybe a way to like sell uh, natural habits essential oils oils dot com. I mean, yeah, please promote everything you got. Okay, Nick, uh, we have a big night ahead of us still, and so let's get to the point. Who do you think should be the next Bachelorette? Uh, Hannah B. Wow. Yeah. She really warmed up to me. Here's the thing. Um, a couple of reasons why I think Hannah B. will be is the best pick amongst the women. Um, she had. A mildly unfavorable edit early on mm-hmm. uh, and then really warmed up and I think everyone liked her more um, I think it's a really compelling storyline especially and I think Kalen's great I like Kalen um, but um, certainly Kalen is gunning for the Bachelorette and I'm, I'm assuming she wants it too so for Hannah B to get it over Kalen she like finally beat uh, finally oh, beat yeah, Kaylin. Can we talk point. about you know, this it's like sweet the un- underdog story? She's and like, like, I think she was just jealous of me because um, I placed and she didn't. And then I, I, she I, gets I like Kaylin just fine. I also think uh, Hannah B is the most. Uh, she emotes the most and the most interesting, and she will probably it will. Pro- she's the most entertaining to watch. She's lo- she's not safe. She makes me giddy to watch. She will. She, uh, she will do things that she regrets, and I will enjoy watching it. Okay, so as far I think she'll be a great choice. So this episode um, with Colton and the fence jump, would you call that the is most the dramatic? Would is you, it, is it people? I haven't, I haven't. I haven't been able to look to see how the reactions. Uh, been. Chris Harrison said they broke the world. That's they did break the world. It's a bit I, hyperbolic, but. <laughs> It has to be one of the most iconic. It's, it's, it was a great episode. It's gonna be like Bird Box, where everybody's like jumping over fences tonight. I'm, a, I'm a, I'll be honest. I'm a little <laughs> envious of Colton. Why? Because he did have the most dramatic episode ever. No, well, I don't know how this is all going to play out, but uh, it sounds like he quit. It sounds like it looks like he's going to chase the girl he likes, mm-hmm. and you know he's it's gonna it's romantic looking, and you know Cassie has been clear that she's not ready to get engaged, so can't Colton he like there's no pressure to get engaged anymore for Colton. Oh, so you're jealous Zero. because you wish you could have just dated instead of getting engaged. Well, I mean, like it's just it's a, it's mm. a lot less pressure. Yeah. Um, to just to keep it real. Um, and I think there's uh, stresses that the engagement can can bring. Um, I don't know. It's a it's an interesting, interesting. Uh, it's an interesting episode. So there's a tweet that I want to ask you about, Nick. Uh, that Colton has tweeted. It says the realest moment ever. Hashtag the Bachelor. Do you believe this was the realest moment ever in Bachelor history? I don't love that Colton tweeted that himself. Yeah, that's a little self-promoting. 
Uh, n- do I think it's the most realist? Yeah. No. I mean, it's a, it was a great episode. I think there's been a lot of real moments. I mean, I don't know if you could pick the... the do you think you could pick the most no. realist? No. My, uh, I, th- I felt like uh, there are some episodes, there are some moments that we had that I, were real. I, I'll tell you what. I mean, had Vanessa left in that moment, I probably would have done the same damn thing. Yeah. Um, mm. I don't know how you would have felt if Lauren would have left in that moment. Probably similar. I think... I think what's interesting about this episode is that it 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 kind of and I'm I'm proud of the show for airing it is that they kind of showed what would ultimately probably happen every season at this point. I think it's pretty common for the lead to have a a, a favorite or a, a front runner at this point. And if your front runner or your favorite at, at this late in the game decides to leave, even if you weren't sure about your decision, it's going to make you go into panic mode and and make you want to you know the whole want what you can't have element maybe plays in. And so I think Colton's reacting authentically to it. Is it more real than, you know, everyone else who's in those, you know, you're only a product of whatever environment you're in, you know? Um, It was real for you to tell JoJo and Lauren that, you know, like, you know, it's just, it's whatever happens, happens. Um, I mean, you could, I I mean, bad decision, but it was probably a real moment when I, when I, you know, AFR with Andy, you know, regrettable, but real. Mm so yeah, I don't, I don't. It's yeah, it's been self-promoting at that point. It's a little weird. Yeah. All right. I Colton, Colton feel himself right now. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. So know. odd to tweet during this uh, during this episode. I think at all. Say what you say what you feel, Ben. Come on. No, that's exactly. I said it's it's odd to tweet at all during this episode. So um, I I don't I think this episode is so emotional and so hard to watch that I think. At Do you any think level, it takes away from the realness of it? A little bit. Yeah, I think it does. I Almost think like if this was this. Bravo hard, me. Yeah, you couldn't you couldn't talk about this openly uh if it was if it hurt that much and so this is what this is where i'm reading into this then now i wonder what happens in the weeks to follow because if if he's at a place where he can emotionally tweet about this and watch it back with confidence and and at least enough clarity well he's either a uh he was either a full of or b with cassie yeah yeah so that's what i'm saying it's pointing to what's happening next to him being with her yeah that's what i'm saying that's my theory so if that's the case let's make let's lead under that assumption are you jealous too because he gets to be with the girl and not have to get engaged? Um, no, I wanted to get engaged. I was confident, but I did not want to get engaged. But what it, were you ready to get engaged? Yeah, I was. Mm. I was, co- but I can see. I don't mean like ready in life. I'll get engaged tomorrow. I think Ben was ready to get engaged. I was. To I was. I was. I, I do think, though, what it does say, and I get what you're saying, is it takes the pressure off um, and that he kind of gets to have his cake and eat it too, which a little bit. It, which is not ideal for anybody in this whole thing. Well, also, also like Colton's probably too young to get engaged. That was kind of the big. That's I was the same age. You were in a different place in your life. You're not. You weren't. You weren't a virgin. You you dated more than three people. Um, you had experience. Colton, by his own admission, has had no experience with dating. And that was the one criticism going in that he's how could he be ready to get engaged? And now he's like. It's, He's it's getting a loophole. It really worked out. I mean, it really. Gosh, dang it, cool. Self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, okay, Nick, you have the new Vial files um, or Vial files. It, you know. You know? Um, we wanted we to talk really about. Compete, though. I can compete more with probably with Jared and Dean. And Vanessa. Probably. Yeah. How is yours different from everybody's? Help! I got dating. How does how does I your like podcast? I've really mastered it. Is it pretty good? Right. It's yeah, very good. Oh, How what what are they gonna get from your podcast that they won't from other bachelor podcasts? Oh uh, well, I, I mean, I we don't talk we we talk a little bachelor, but it's not the focus. Uh, you know, it's 
kind of give the people what they want. We try to, it's a, a lot of dating stuff, a lot of uh, life stuff. I, I really just kind of talk about what's on my mind. Uh, we take questions from fans and, and they come in with their interesting uh, dating stories. And um, they, we just try to get in the nitty gritty, um, different ideas that come in my mind. Uh, last week we had a, a psychologist and we talked about anxiety and depression. And I kind of just talked about the things that I get depressed and get anxiety about. And uh, hopefully it, uh, it might be helpful and try to break down the kind of preconceived notions of what therapy is. This week, um, on, on this coming tomorrow, we'll be dropping an episode uh, talking about body issues. And I have uh, two of my friends. They're both models. One's a curve model or plus size model, if you will. And the other one uh, is just a regular model. But like, obviously, they are uh, objectified every day for their bodies. And, and I've had some stories about you know mistakes I've made in dating and, and just how people and their bodies and datings play a role. And it's just another topic we talk about. Um, so, yeah, we're just kind of having fun. Uh, I'm, I think I'm going to have Demi on the following week. Fun. Yeah, I, I love that girl. I'm... Uh, I wasn't sure if I was going to have her on. And I was like, you know what? So, uh, so Demi great. is going to help me uh, recap the, the Bachelor finale and we'll, we'll get Fine. into some. Maybe we'll talk about internet bullying or bullying with Demi. Okay. I love that. Hey, I don't know. So we just talk. I just talk. I like to, I like to hear myself talk. You're, <laughs> you're the absolute true. man. Hey, <laughs> uh, let's head out of here. It's been a big night. Nick, thanks for coming on. Make sure you Thank tune you in to so Files. I've out. been Ben. Oh, and good that, job. I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. But before... We have to say thank you to ADT Real Protection. Visit ADT.com backslash podcast to learn about how ADT can design and install a secure smart home just for you. Hey, and you guys, Ritual. It's something that you need. It's a multivitamin reimagined. Visit ritual.com slash famous to start your ritual today. Hey, guy across from me, sign off. Oh, hey, bye, guys. Thanks for having me. You've been who? I've been Nick. And I've been Ben. Okay, and I've been Ashley. Bye. <laughs> Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's of kid treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots 
the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.